everyone, and welcome to Let's Go Girl podcast. If you're new here, my name is Maria and I'm your host. I am so happy that you are here to listen. And of course, if you have listened before, welcome back. I cannot believe that this is already our fifth episode. I feel like I have been recording these episodes for so long, but it has actually only been five episodes, and that means we still have so many important topics to discuss. So today, I thought I would talk about something that I have struggled with and I think every person has struggled with in some way or another, and that is stress. Let's all take a deep breath because even just saying that word out loud, I bet a million probably most likely negative thoughts and words just came into your mind. And even as I was planning out this episode and I typed out the word stress, my mind just went crazy with all of the things I had to do and all the stressful thoughts. So today, I thought I would just channel that feeling that I have when I feel stressed and talk about how we maybe can identify what causes that stress, break down the thought of stress, and talk about some ways that we can tackle the stress and even take a break from it. Before we get into all of that information, though, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. That will make sure you're not stressed about missing an episode. But seriously, make sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast. And of course, if you're not following our Instagram, what are you doing? Go follow that right now at Let's Go Girl Teen Life for all the fashion, beauty, lifestyle, and of course, podcast content. Okay, we got a lot to talk about today. As I was planning this, I was like, this is going to be one of our longer episodes, but I can't wait to talk all about it. caused by so many things. Small things, big things, matters that can be resolved in one hour, matters that can take years to resolve, or even something life-changing. Stress can be caused by school, work, family situations, friend drama, health, sports, lifestyle changes, the pandemic, politics, peer pressure, money, uncertainty, time, conflict, responsibility. The list could literally go on and on and on and on. And that seems very stressful in itself that so many things can cause stress, but also that makes it more common and hopefully something that we can all put our heads together and find a way to help each other through the stress. That's why I wanted to make this episode because I've been stressed a lot in my life doing school things and stuff like that. So I wanted to kind of share my experience and what I do to help with that stress with other people. And maybe you might find something that can work for you in this episode. So basically anything can be stressful. And obviously, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I do think most people are going to be stressed at one point or another in their lifetime, whether that stress lasts for a day, a month, a week, a year, or for 
unfortunately, much longer than that amount of time. So again, we need to figure out how we can manage that stress because it's not good if we're feeling stressed 24-7. That is just not good for our mental health and for our bodies. You might be wondering like what causes this stress and you probably haven't really looked into it. You've just kind of felt the stress and I was looking it up as I was planning this episode and stress is essentially your body's reaction to pressure from a certain reaction or event and unfortunately if your body is reacting to that pressure all the time and under constant stress it can lead to serious health problems both mentally and physically. I don't want to get into all of that stuff today because that's just negative energy and I think that it's more important to figure out how to manage your stress than to get even more stressed about what can happen if you're overstressed. That's a lot of stress. Anyways, let's figure out how to manage that stress with the emphasis on the word manage. What I tell you in these couple of minutes of a short podcast episode coming from a non-professional therapist or person who deals with people under stress all the time, what I tell you is obviously not going to make the stress disappear from your life. Take this information or suggestions lightly. I do think that listening to how other people cope with different things and ways and strategies they use personally is really helpful for me because I can try those out too and see if they work for me. But again, this is not coming from a licensed physician or doctor or therapist or anything like that. I'm just going to provide you hopefully with some solutions or ways we can help to manage the stress that maybe can help you take a step back and better equip you for the next stressful situation that you encounter. So first, when you're in a stressful situation, we need to figure out what is causing that stress. So what exactly are you stressed about? And it is important to ask yourself if the stress is coming from something that is directly in your control. Are you stressed about yourself or something directly affecting you? Or are you stressed about someone or something else that you can't physically control right now? Both of these are valid kinds of stress, but if you do identify that you are stressed about something out of your control, you might be able to recognize that and use a different strategy to cope with that stress versus something that you can deal with right now that you're stressed about. So let's dive into that out of control stress and then we'll move on to the in our control stress in a minute. For the purpose of an example and I hope this is easy to understand and the idea is easy to translate into other situations, let's just say for our example that you have an event maybe a birthday party or some sort of event that is happening outside and you're stressed that it might rain and ruin your party. This is a completely valid stress that you might have. I would totally be worried that my party could be ruined by rain, but unfortunately this stressor is out of your control. You don't have the power to make it rain or shine So you cannot directly do something about this right now. You can't fix this right this minute. So this would be classified as an out of your control stress. 
And you can stress about this all you want, or we can figure out how to deal with this out of control stress for right now to kind of put it away, maybe distract ourselves from it just for this minute and calm down a little bit. So in this instance, since you can't exactly do something right now to resolve that issue, you can do a couple of different things. And I encourage you to listen to these options and figure out which one is the best for you. Obviously, as I said earlier, not every method that I'm going to mention today is going to work for everyone. So just keep an open mind. Listen, thinking about stressful situations that are out of your control that you find yourself in frequently or that you might find yourself in in the future and see which one of these methods you think might work for you. So first, you could identify that this is out of your control and just distract yourself with other things such as maybe preparing gift bags or finalizing decorations, putting this away for a minute and that's really easy for some people and that is awesome. If you can do that, if that is a way that you can manage the out-of-control stress, just put it away and think about other things for right now. Just kind of have it in the back of your mind to deal with later, but you know that you have other more important things that you can focus on right now or stressors that are in your control that you can work to resolve right now. That is awesome and this method is probably perfect for you and you might even already be doing this. But if you're like, I don't really know that I'm capable of just putting it to the side, you're more of a person that wants to be in control, which is my personality type. I want to be in control. I want to find out and figure out solutions right away and it's very hard for me in these instances where I can't obviously control the weather, but this method could help you if you are one of those people that wants to have some more control. In this instance, with our example of the party, you could possibly make a plan for if it does happen to rain. And as I said, this method usually works for me when something isn't in my control. So I like to think in my head, what would happen if that what if scenario actually came true, actually happened. And I like to ask myself a question. Would it be the end of the world if it rained on the day of the party? Would it be the end of the world if that what if happened or came true? I would say 99.9% of the time, no. I don't think it would be the end of the world if it rained on the day of the party. I don't really think so. So we could take this even a step further. Take this thought a little bit farther and think of ways you could prepare for if it rains. This is where the in-control personality comes into play. If you feel you need to be doing something to have this even a tiny bit in your control, this is for you. You could possibly rent a tent for protection of the party area outside. Could you maybe move the party tables to a covered area? Could you even take a look at the weather on, you know, your phone app, your weather app, and see when it stops raining and possibly push the party back an hour or two if the rain is supposed to have subsided by then? Think of ways you can resolve the stress 
And this can be so helpful for some people because you recognize that, no, it probably wouldn't be the end of the world if this happened. And yeah, we could probably be a little flexible and find some other people that are helping you throw the party, talk to your guests, put your heads together and work to figure this out because it's not going to be the end of the world if there is some rain on the day of your party, probably be a bummer, but I know you can figure this out. So take these methods and I hope this example was easy to translate into different situations. Basically just the gist, either kind of distract yourself and just put it aside, recognize it's not in your control and just have faith that it's all gonna work out and it's gonna be okay. And if you can work with that method, that is awesome. But if you're like, I need some more control, I need to be in this and try to actively fix this issue, then maybe plan out, try to prepare as best you can. Um, If the situation does happen to go wrong or if you know that what if actually happens, try to work together with other people. Two minds are better than one. Multiple people can help you and they might all have some different strategies as well that you can put together and figure out a way you can be less stressed and just be calm in this situation. So those are for the out of control stressors, but you probably deal with the in your control stressors a little bit more, especially if you are in school and even at work. These In your control stressors mean you personally can do something to relieve that stress. And sometimes I think that this kind of stress is even more overwhelming than the out of control stress because it's all weighing on you. You and usually only you or maybe you and a couple other people. Maybe this is for a project or something like that. And we'll kind of get into examples in a minute. But this is your stress and you're the one that has to conquer it. And It's kind of an extremely overwhelming thought. But once you find a way that works for you to conquer these common in your control stressful situations, you can have the confidence to overcome the stress every single time you come across these kind of stressors. So I think that a lot of the in our control stress comes from the things we have to get done, whether that is stuff for work, school, our family. It could be school assignments, projects, appointments, meetings, chores, a huge laundry list of to-dos that you need to get done by a certain time. Whatever it is, those are all really overwhelming and commonly stressful things that just seem like oh my gosh, I don't even know how I can either get started or finish these tasks right when you're in that moment assessing the situation. But these are some tips that can help you to take a step back, identify the stress, and hopefully manage it. And I keep mentioning the overwhelming part, and I think that when we are stressed about things we have to do, it's because we have so much to do or we don't have time to get everything done, or we think we don't have time. We might lack the skills to complete that task. We don't have the energy or motivation to get it done. We don't have experience in that area, 
or we lack social support from others. So as you can see, your stress or that stressor that feels so overwhelming could be caused by a bunch of different things. So that is why identifying the cause of your stress is so important. If you identify what you are lacking, you might be able to take that into account when you figure out a good plan to tackle your stress. And you might be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting overwhelmed and stressed with the amount of information you are telling me right now. So I'm going to give you a realistic example that can help you make this a little bit more digestible in your brain. Of course, feel free, take notes, write it down, re-listen to this episode. My example is going to be that you have a full to-do list of homework. This is a super common stressor for a lot of teens. I've been here, I've been stressed about a huge list of homework and assignments and projects, studying, etc. It can all be so stressful. So much so that you just procrastinate because you might not know how to deal with that stress and it is easier to put it off. I've been there. I've done that. It seems like a good idea at the time, but when the due date gets closer, you are rushing to cram and that is not fun. So again, we are going to talk about the tips that we can use to just go for it and get it done and be like, I'm I'm just going to do it right now. And trust me, you will feel so much better if you don't procrastinate. You will have so much more time. You will have so much more energy. You will have free time to do things that you love or time to even get more things done that's what you like to do. When you're stressed about your homework, again, you could be lacking time, energy, skills, experience, even social support, basically any of the common resources that you can lack. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to talk about when you are stressed about homework and you're lacking time, when you're stressed and you're lacking energy, etc. Step one for me when I am overwhelmed is to make a to-do list of everything that I need to do. In our brains, it can feel like we have a million things to get done. So write everything down, either digitally or on paper. It really helps us get an idea of what is ahead of us. Helps us assess the situation and see, do I really only need to get two things done? Or do I really have 50 things to get done? So writing it down might actually help you realize that you don't have that much to do. And it can relieve some of your stress if you were over stressing about the amount of work that you had to get done. If you're still feeling a little anxious and overwhelmed after you've written everything down if you're like girl I still have 50 things to do even after I've written it down it's true I have a million things to do that is totally okay I feel very sorry for you but we're gonna figure it out this is where identifying the resources comes in so if you feel that you are lacking time you just feel like you don't have enough time to get everything done I suggest making a little schedule, mapping it out, making a plan. Map out your day, your week, your month, however long you have to complete your to-do list. If you get your huge list of assignments at the beginning of the semester or at the beginning of the month, schedule out your month. Sit down. Give yourself an hour, two hours, three hours on the weekend. Sit down and do it. It will help you tremendously and give you an idea of what you need to get done and what time you have free to 
do other stuff to go out with friends or get other assignments and projects done. When you are mapping out your schedule and all the things you have to get done, write down next to the task how long you think it will take you to complete everything. 20 minutes, 40 minutes, maybe only 30 minutes a day. Just write down an estimate. It doesn't have to be perfect, but when you write it all out, more often than not, you'll realize that you actually do have a lot of time. You just need to make a plan and use that time that you have wisely. You might make your schedule and you realize you need to move some things around in order to get your priorities done, which speaking of priorities, when you feel you're lagging time, take a look at your whole to-do list again and put a star next to the top three priorities you need to get done. These are the things with the closest due dates or the most important tasks that if you didn't finish anything else but this, that would be great three things that you must get done. You have to get them done today. If you do nothing else, you have to get these three things done. Put a star next to them and those are the things you're going to focus on first and those are the things that you're going to block out enough time to get these things done first when you're mapping out your schedule. These are your priorities, your top to-dos. Map out enough time, more than enough time to get these things done. So hopefully this helps with the time sense of feeling stressed. So if you feel that you're not really lacking time, you might be lacking some energy or motivation. And this was so common for me, especially during quarantine when it was just like day after day of the same thing. And this might be something that you're lacking. This next tip is for you. Set a timer for 20 minutes and put all of your distractions away. Your phone, anything else, put it away. And just focus on your task for 20 minutes. That's it. Usually, probably, this should be your priority task. Focus on it first for 20 minutes then you can try to finish it and do other things. But for me, the hardest part is getting started. So giving myself those 20 minutes just to start is so helpful because I use those 20 minutes, especially for school assignments, to read the directions, to figure out what I need to do here, to map out my plan of this assignment or project, to really dissect like what are the parts of this project? How long is this actually going to take me? Do I need to leave a couple days to do this? Maybe add in some more time for it in my schedule. Those 20 minutes are the hardest to do, but they will benefit you so much because even just getting started is awesome. So those 20 minutes giving myself time to start, I actually usually end up working past those 20 minutes if I have enough time because I just get in the groove. I know what I'm doing now and I just put my head to work and get it done. So this strategy might be really helpful if you are feeling really overwhelmed with just getting started and lacking that motivation because as soon as you get started and you're like, oh, I I can do this. I, I think I can then you will have the motivation and the confidence to just go all the way and finish it. And if you're neither lacking time nor energy, you might be lacking some skills or experience. And I group these together because I think essentially you might be stressed that you haven't done a task like this before. And usually because of that, 
you don't know how to complete the task, you don't have the skills because you don't have the experience. This is the time to call in some backup, a teacher, a parent, a friend, whoever it may be that might be stronger in the skill that you need to complete the task ahead of you, or somebody who can help you, guide you, tutor you, give you some advice, help you read through the directions on the assignment if you're confused about that, talk to a teacher about a test, about some strategies to study for something, talk to the teacher for clarifications on the requirements of a project, things like that. Those are the best things to do in a situation where you feel you are lacking skills or experience even actually looking it up online if you have a project or something to do look it up on youtube or even on social media try to find a tutorial even some instructions that can help to guide you and that will make you feel a lot better once you feel that you again are in control of the situation and you have the skills to complete it And if you feel that you are lacking social support, I suggest finding someone who will even just listen to talk to you about your stress. Someone who will just sit there while you vent and just listen. That's it. They might even offer a suggestion or even offer to help you tackle that stress. They probably have been stressed in their lifetime or have been in the same stressful situation that you are in right now and they might have some tips as well that can help you or they can help you conquer the stress. So the first step is just reaching out to find someone and I think this is the hardest but when you are under so so much stress finding someone to help you or putting in the effort to just call up someone to talk can just be another task added to your to-do list and added to your stress and you can just want to put it away again that procrastination but I encourage you just to give it a shot give someone a phone call a text facetime them message your teacher email them getting that support from another person can be so helpful in emotionally stressful situations or situations where again you were lacking experience or skills and they can definitely help you. You may even find that that person you called up one time for a stressful situation is now your go-to supporter in the future for stressful situations. It's always worth a shot. Okay, you guys, I think that about wraps up our episode on stress. Let me know if you want a part two to this episode. I feel like there is still a lot of stuff that I could talk about. So if that's something you want to hear, if you found that this episode was helpful in any way or interesting to learn about stress and some ways that we can manage it, Let me know in the comments of our newest episode announcement post on Instagram. Leave a comment there letting me know if you like the episode, if you want a part two, and also if you have any requests for a topic, something you want talked about on the podcast, leave it there as well. I will be checking those comments. So, Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast. I appreciate that so much. If you do share it with a friend or family member and you recommend this, that is so awesome. It gets the word out all about Let's Go Girl. Also, make sure you're following our Instagram. Again, it's at Let's Go Girl Teen Life, and we're posting content every single day over there. Go check out our stories. There's tons of fun stuff over there. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.